You are now listening to Chakras and Shotguns. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Chakras and Shotguns. It's episode 20, and I'm Mick. And I'm Jen. It's no secret that Mick and I love zombie stuff. It's spooky season. So we wanted to do a mini episode where we talk about how you could survive a zombie apocalypse. Yes, indeed. Um, One of the first things that Jen and I bonded over. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. It was Walking Dead. Um, so yeah, we definitely wanted to spend some time just talking a little bit more about zombie stuff. Um, but before we jump into that, um, this is Chakras and Shotguns, of course. Uh, so we wanted to talk a little bit about the origins of the zombie mythology and how it actually ties into spirituality. There are actually quite a few different interpretations about the exact history, so we'll link to a couple of different sources. As always, check out the show notes. But to summarize, mention of zombies first showed up in Haiti, or Haiti, if you really want to pronounce it right, back when it was ruled by France in the 17th century. The French observed the African spiritual practices that the enslaved Africans were practicing at the time. And in certain of those practices, after death, a corpse would be reanimated as part of the burial ritual, or in some cases, as part of darker magic to make the recently dead perform tasks. Talk about delegation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's actually mention of this in one of the books that we've discussed on the show of Water and the Spirit by Maladoma Patrice Somay that details one of these burial rituals. And it's, I mean, mind-boggling to read. So anyway, the French saw this, and they started freaking out, talking about mon dieu, and they've spread the stories of these Africans that can reanimate the dead. And that evolved into the 1932 horror film White Zombie, and later George Romero's 1968 film Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, so that kind of kicked off what we now know as the modern zombie genre. Um, So let's think about this. You know, let's say some virus or chemical agent turns people into zombies. And, you know, you're trying to survive. What you gonna do? What the hell we gonna do now? Um, Well, Jen and I um, wanted to dig into our vast knowledge from Walking Dead, World War Z, Train to Busan, 28 Days Later, Zombieland, I Am Legend, et cetera, et cetera, to help you guys out. Yeah. So clearly, we love zombies. Um, Mick and Jen love the undead, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, like, to really give you a picture of how much we, we like zombie stuff, we even listened to a zombie, like a dramatic podcast about zombies. I'll have to remember the name and put that one in the show notes, too. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was so good, though. Yeah. It was like 90 episodes, wasn't it? It was like... It was a lot. And I think that's why I just kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, And one of the guys was like... But anyways, 
it was really, really good. Um, and they talked about, I think, the survival of it all and like setting up um, shelter and food and all of that stuff. So first things first, what kind of zombies are we dealing with here? Can they run? Can they swim? Can they see? Are they intelligent and working together? A la I am legend. Um, there was another one where they were working together. Oh. In that podcast. In that podcast, they were working together. And uh, Army of the Dead, which mm. recently came out on Netflix, they were working together. So also, what turns you into a zombie? Is it airborne? Do you have to be bit? Will a scratch do? If you just die of natural causes, do you turn into a zombie? Also, a factor that I don't think people think about a lot is, are people getting up out of the grave? Because Mm. I think that's like the earlier zombies. We don't see that a lot in TV and film anymore. But like, that's a whole other population that we're not accounting for. Mm. That if, you know... Like the cats in the morgue too, right? That's like Right. Your great aunt Susie is popping up. That's a problem. How long does it take to turn? In other words, how quickly is this thing spreading? Mm-hmm. So if it's 12 seconds to turn. Like in World War Z. Exactly. And they run in like they at the NFL combine. You know, it might be just time to like ignore everything else we're going to say and just lie down. Like it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just lie down. The end. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those World War Z zombies in particular, that that's like, that's my worst nightmare. Like that they're like jumping on top of each other, climbing over walls, like moving faster than LeBron on a fast break. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I, just thinking of, you know, as, as that, thinking of that as a possibility. Um, For the people who have seen World War Z, randomly that scene where they were in Israel Israel. and that woman was singing loud AF. I can hear it in my head. Mm -hmm. She's like, ah, and every time she hit that note, (laughs) they start wilding. They start wilding out. It makes me so angry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyways, we digress. This is a mini episode. Okay. All right. So we're just going to, Start with the assumption that you're at home or can quickly make it home when these zombies really start popping off. Um, And we were talking about recently, this can be one of the biggest concerns when getting into preparedness. What if you're out of town or across town and can't get to all of your preps? Um, But for the purposes of this, let's just assume right now you're home and the people that you prepped for are home and safe. Now, what do you do? So... Top priority, securing your property. Any additional things that you need to make sure your property is secure, that needs to be top of mind. Are you boarding up windows? Are you turning off the lights because they're attracted to lights? You got to do that before nightfall. Barricading doors for zombie hordes. Making sure that all the patios and external gates and doorknobs are secure in case these zombies retain muscle memory, which we have seen on TV. But mm-hmm. sometimes they can like remember things that they used to do, things that are in our subconscious. So someone did just sliding up in your patio door looking for pizza rolls, maybe a charcuterie board, you don't want that. <laughs> That's not what you want. Definitely, definitely not. Um so next up, protection. Um 
you you guys should be ready for this. You know, you've listened to episode 19. Um, you have your firearm basics down. Uh, you've been keeping up with your training like your John Wick. Um, <laughs> assuming the zombies are attracted to sound, though, you don't want to go out like Tony Montana and just shoot up everything. <laughs> so you want to say, hey, do you have knives, other um, weapons that, you know, can be used without a gun, maybe like a crossbow? My man Daryl in, in uh, Walking Dead had his crossbow game on point. Um, maybe you were able to secure a silencer. I know there's kind of a, a different states that can be longer periods to be able to get one of those, but maybe you were able to get one. Um, and, you know, you may want to go full sword like Michonne in, in Walking Dead. Um, rule number nine from Zombieland was a club does not have to be reloaded. And so, you know, any type of blunt force object like that is going to have an advantage because you don't have to to reload it. Um, and then like my boy Morgan in Walking Dead, he had the walking stick. And that was also kind of a good pacifist we- weapon when it came to dealing with hostile humans. So it kind of had like the dual purpose mm. of being able to take out a zombie as well as subdue non-lethally uh, humans that may be uh, wilding out during the, the during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, for me, um, if it comes down to it, I, I don't think I have the luxury of being a pacifist. I'm not as skilled as Morgan, so I need to be able to to put it down, put you down. Okay? <laughs> I got you. I got you. So your property's secure. You got your protection. You know you've assessed your 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 armory. Um, your adrenaline is kind of coming down. You're like, okay, it, we're we're secure. We're in our we're where we need to be. You're hungry, so where are you about to eat at? Hopefully you paid attention to episode seven of the same title and you're ready for the long haul. You've got canned food, frozen food, maybe even some emergency rations. This zombie apocalypse is going to be quarantine times 1000. Okay. The grocery stores are probably empty, if not overrun with zombies. Supply chain, you think you're getting like your favorite Nutella treats? Supply chain's done. Baby, your uh, your oat milk, the extra creamy uh, Chobani joint that you like, gone. Gone. Okay. Chipotle? Finito. So, you know, it's sad. But what we don't want you to do is eat your feelings because this has to last. <laughs> um, yeah, and in longer term, uh, you need to start thinking about your garden. Um, hopefully you already have one going, one that's secure. Um, but you're really going to depend on that going forward. Uh, so start embracing being vegetarian, vegan at this point. Can we just talk about, we were laughing about this earlier, the, in the walking dead, like there was that whole community and they were trapping people and killing them for meat. Like, baby, just eat a bean, like just get a turnip. (laughs) Just eat some corn. Well, corn's terrible to digest, but just why couldn't you embrace that? Why y'all were in Georgia? Like you couldn't go fishing, you couldn't find a chicken somewhere. You were just like, you know what? I need meat, and so I'm just gonna eat you. That was a mess to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in addition to food, obviously water. Uh, this one is likely to be harder than we all will think initially. Um, the water will be coming through the pipes for a time, but at some point they're going to shut down. How do you know zombies didn't fall in at the water treatment plant? You know, if you have a well, 
we saw in was it Walking Dead when mm-hmm. the, when the zombie fell in a well? Mm-hmm. Um, that was a rant, right? Um, do you have water filtration, a Berkey? Um, did you listen to episode three, Thirst Trap? So start thinking through conservation, rainwater collection, water purification, all of those things. Um, hopefully you didn't push off that Costco run for extra drinking water as well. So you at least have a little bit to get you um, for a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, water is going to be important in the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you're not in too dry of a climate either. Mm-hmm. Next up, power. How much power do you need now? You're probably not keeping the house lit up like Las Vegas for the undead to see, but you like a little something-something for cooking, keeping cool in the summer, keeping warm in the winter. You don't need Wi-Fi anymore, so that's that's nice because the internet's down now. Um, but just for your what you need for now, we've talked generators, solar panels, power boxes, and more in episode 11. It's lit. I would probably pick solar out of most options for a zombie apocalypse as hopefully that will be your one consistent thing now is the sun is going to rise and it's going to set. Other concerns, the seasons. Does it snow where you live? Are you getting hurricanes? Because, you know, natural natural disasters are not going to stop just because there are zombies everywhere. So you mm-hmm. got to be thinking about that. Um, you're going to need to to plan for it in addition to avoiding these hordes that want to eat you. Yay. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, since everything is canceled, no one should be getting a cold. Um, so that's nice. But what if you're on a supply run and you get a little scrape, you get a little a little boo boo, a little oopsies or twist an ankle? Or someone chokes on that veggie lasagna you made because you don't have the ingredients for a bechamel sauce and it's dry AF. We should all, in this case, be a little knowledgeable about basic first aid and CPR because we're going to need it. And then we're going to need a lot of prayer that nobody like breaks a bone or dislocates a shoulder or anything like that. But you should have a first aid kit. You should have, maybe you can do a pharmacy run and get some antibiotics, some just in case. Um, But yeah, that's (laughs) something else to think about. And finally, of course, we're always bringing the mind, body and spirit into these topics. So I want to make sure that you are protecting your body uh, as well as protecting your mentals, as my boy Marshawn Lynch would say. Uh, So if you're stuck inside, do some cardio. Make sure you're keeping your body fit. Rule number one from Zombieland is cardio. And they talked about how, in a lot of cases, if they're not World War Z zombies, they're slower moving. And by having cardio, you'll have the endurance to be able to to out, outlast them. Um, so you, can, you, got, you got to be able to be spry to make sure you can keep those, those zombies off of you. Um, but most importantly, you know, this is going to be a stressful, scary time. The last thing you want to do is lose your mind. And we've seen in certain depictions of zombie situations, folks do end up losing their mind. Um, So just because zombies are eating people, it doesn't mean you can let your chakras get out of alignment. So meditate, find a buddy, find a boo, so you don't find yourself trying to catch a cat for a pet while zombies lurk about. And that's it. Um, 
look, we hope a zombie apocalypse never hit because that's a lot of stuff to go through. But we hope you enjoyed this mini episode. We wanted to leave you with a few of our favorite zombie apocalyptic films and TV shows. Train to Busan, which is on Netflix. We've talked about it before. It's a Korean zombie film that is amazing. Army of the Dead, Netflix. Uh, that was a Zack Snyder film, actually. The guy who did um, mm, Batman. Okay. He did it really. It was really, really well done. Some really good acting. Um, and I think they're coming out with a prequel soon, too. So that's a good one. Hashtag Alive. Another Korean favorite of mine. Also on Netflix. Great zombie film and great, um, great like preparedness film, too. The Night Eats the World is on Amazon. We just watched this like a week or so ago. Um, it's set in Paris. Mm-hmm. So good. It's super inventive. It, it did a lot of things that I hadn't seen before in a zombie movie. Um, so I really liked it. Um, definitely highlights the uh, importance on, on not, not losing your mind mm-hmm. when you are uh, dealing with one of those. So um, I think it just really showed kind of how your psyche can be affected in one of those situations. Mm-hmm. The Last Man, while not a zombie film, or Why the Last Man, which is not a zombie film, but it is apocalyptic. It's on Hulu. Unfortunately, it's been canceled after its first season, but I think someone might pick it up. It's it's more so politics and not about content and whether or not people liked it. But it's about one day, all of the men, all of the boys, all of the male animals um, just die. Just out of nowhere, just die and so like what happens yeah society is upended so a lot of the same things that would happen during a zombie apocalypse are shown in that situation yeah um so definitely applicable and then of course walking dead you can catch up on netflix um we won't tell you when to take that exit ramp you know people decide when they want to stop watching (laughs) yeah it's been a while for us we kind (laughs) of yeah got off got, got off on a exit and didn't look back yeah <laughs> but really good stuff really good stuff um but yes survival is exhausting unless you're prepared mm-hmm. all right guys so again hope you guys enjoyed that mini episode as always have any questions comments just want to tell us how much you're enjoying the show email us at chakras and shotguns at gmail.com or shoot us a dm on instagram which is at Chakras and Shotguns, and check out our YouTube channel, Chakras and Shotguns. Uh, and if you're loving the show, please subscribe and give us five stars. Happy Halloween and namaste. Namaste.